everyone, and thank you for tuning in to tonight's episode of From the Desk of Precious Swain. We have a very special guest. Tonight we will be speaking with author Tiffany Adam about her new release, Reverend's Daughter, I Forgive You. Hello, Tiffany. How are you this evening? Good. How are you? Tell the world who you are. Who is Tiffany? Born and raised in Amarillo, Texas. I currently reside in um, the Dallas-Fort Worth area. I have two, I won't say little, but kids. <laughs> I'm a nine-year-old and a six-year-old. They keep me on my feet. They are beautiful, intelligent. I currently work at a public charter school. I'm a behavior specialist, so I work with students that have behavior. People find working with kids very difficult. I think that children are amazing. Some days it has to be hard. Some days it's hard. You know, just even working with children that don't have behaviors, you know, you can have a hard day at work. Um, I love it because I can relate to some of the students. I'm able to like, you know, kind of foresee, okay, you know, this is might be why that student is um, acting out or seeking attention. You may also helping the teachers to understand that this student has this behavior because of something that's outside of school. Most of the time it never has anything to do with the teacher. It's something outside of that in that student's environment. You just released a book. The book is called um, The Reverend's Daughter, I Forgive You. Um, you'll be able to pick it up on um, Kindle, available Amazon on paperback. The book, it just follows me through um, about age three all the way up until age 11. I've witnessed um, domestic violence, physical aggression. I was molested by my father who was a reverend. Like It happened for a, a long time. But and so I ended up having to be the one to say something because uh, my mother never said anything. It takes you through that journey, but then it also lets you know um, about forgiveness, about how God came to me, like even as a child, to tell me, Forgive my father. We were raised in a situation, um, most families of color, where what went on in your house stayed in your house. So there had to be some type of reaction to you speaking out. How did that go? I guess they reacted by being silent. Nobody ever really talked to me about it. My mother, we didn't even discuss it like after the fact. I don't know if she was happy that day that I finally told or if if she wasn't, <laughs> you know. We didn't talk about it. We still haven't talked. My family still hasn't like talked to me about it at my age now it's just in black families we don't talk about it we don't talk about it when it's happening we don't talk about it after it happened we don't talk about the after effect there's definitely after effects there's definitely pain that follows there's definitely mental emotional and physical i'll say crumbs that it leaves behind it takes a very long time to heal from and even after the healing you never forget applaud you having the strength to go forward and tell and get help so that you can have a healthy life and that you can be a healthy parent. What's next? That only explains my story up until age 11. After that, I went through having to live with a mom that was a drug addict, being homeless. And the next thing is, you know, to 
write a book about that. I want to talk about the stuff that people don't talk about. To me, you know, it's not a secret. I hate that I had to go through those things, but at the same time, I feel blessed because I'm able to to help and to talk to other people. Because when you talk to people and they're going through something, if you haven't been through it, they're like, oh, she don't know what I'm talking about. So, you know, I just feel, you know, blessed that I'm able to talk to people about a plethora of things. Like, it's not just one thing. I have a lot that I could talk to people about and help them, um, you know, get through. What I found on my journey, and I am a little older than you, people automatically, where we are now, they don't think that's where we come from. They see us now, they see the makeup, they see the hair, they see the confidence and have no real thought process that we were broken little girls. We can identify with the abuse that comes with addiction from abuse that comes from mental illness, from abuse that comes from different sources. And then because hurt people hurt people, how we reacted and issued back out the pain that we had once felt. I look forward to reading the book. I'm real excited about the series. What are three tips that you would give them? If you are experiencing any trauma, any domestic violence, sexual abuse, you feeling suicidal, you know, reach out to someone. Students, you can always reach out to your counselor at school, you know, or talk to your favorite teacher. If you don't have a favorite teacher, you don't feel comfortable talking to your counselor or your principal, there are hotlines that you can call. There's a national suicide hotline that you can call, sexual abuse hotline that you can call, domestic violence abuse. There's all these hotlines that you can call if you don't feel comfortable. My next tip, let's stop labeling each other. Um, Let's stop labeling our kids as bad kids. Our kids are not born bad. They get molded by their environment and shaped into that. A lot of times a kid's mind is not strong enough to say that's not me. So let's stop labeling kids um, and give them a fresh start. We all want a fresh start. We've all done some things or said some things that we didn't mean or we don't know where it came from. (laughs) We just said them in the moment. We wouldn't want to walk around with the big label as the bad kid or the black sheep. And my last tip would be, of course, forgiveness. You have to forgive. I'm a firm believer in forgiving people. It's so freeing to forgive people. Jesus forgave us. So if we are to walk in his image, then we are to forgive others too. And I'm not just talking about saying that I forgive you. You have to like truly forgive someone and you'll be able to tell if you truly forgave them when the heavy burden that was on you is is lifted like for me I, I could tell that I truly forgave my father when I got older because I stopped I don't have nightmares anymore I'm not scared to talk to him me and him we have conversations and free like I forgive him it feels great whenever you forgive and forgiveness will take all that stress and that hate and anger out of you. Those are some awesome, awesome tips. Now, where can the audience find you on social media in case they want to get in contact with you? Total T Life on Instagram, Total T Life on Facebook, 
if you want to email me, you have questions, then um, you can reach me at totaltlife at gmail.com. I know you do do counseling. Are they able to reach you to set up a counseling session? Can they book you for some virtual sessions right now? Of course, you can reach me via Zoom or Skype. I'm always open because I'm always willing to help someone. We'll figure it out. My nine-year-old son, we took some family pictures and he got to model. He like stole the show in our family <laughs> pictures and he was like, mom, I think I could do this. I want to be a model and I, I'm going to go hard if you tell me that you want to do something. Exactly. So I posted him on um, DFW Black Owned Businesses and he got like thousands of likes and comments and people trying to help me out to get him started. And we decided that he won't to be a freelance he didn't want to like sign with a modeling agency um so he has done some been a brand ambassador for a few people some people have sponsored him um he has a website that he has gotten sponsored with some of his modeling pictures and his contact information is on his website it's paydentannerreed.com that's p-a-d-e-n-t-a-n-n-e-r-r-e-y-d dot com um we're just excited we want to see where it goes for him that is awesome if anyone is looking for a young brand ambassador please reach out to Peyton. he is absolutely adorable now tell us about your chef you have a chef over there too can't leave her out i have a six-year-old daughter um we call her suge and so she watches me in the kitchen and she asks what can she do to help in the kitchen and so i I started at a young age, kind of letting her help me. Now she's at the age where I'll just give her the ingredients and tell her maybe a couple of directions for it and let her go about it. So she can make cornbread, the best cornbread ever. Hey, recently she made some shrimp. I just put the seasoning and the garlic and uh, some butter on the counter, gave her the shrimp and told her it can't be gray turn pink and we don't want to overcook it so you gotta be watching it and she put that stuff in there put how much butter and stuff she wanted and she made some good shrimp i, was I am so happy you took time to come on the show and accepted my invite i am also honored to be the first one to catch you with this new book thank you thank you thank you for getting me in there before the crowd you are really really blessed is there anything else you want to share? It doesn't have to be about the book or the kids. It could just be whatever you feel. Um, I just like to share, you know, um, make sure that you always um, stay in your purpose, uh, walk your purpose, talk your purpose, um, whatever you God has told you that your purpose is, um, just live it. Don't worry about what other people say or do, or, you know, if God gave you that purpose, it's going to bless somebody else. So we always want to be a blessing to others. And if we are walking and living in our purpose, we are stress-free. I am so stress-free right now that I finally follow my purpose and know what my destiny is um, for that purpose. Keep walking. I look forward to the project. I really thank you, and I love you unconditionally. Thank you so much for coming on. Okay, well, I love you too. Thank you for having me, and thank you for uh, you know being the first uh, <laughs> of any more to come. I hope so. Thank you. You're coming. 
You're welcome. And you guys have an awesome night. Feed those babies. And for those okay. who are tuned in, we thank you so much for joining us. Everyone have an amazing evening. Today, we talked about forgiveness. We talked about forgiveness from a very painful place. But our guest was able to come back from having been hurt in such a defiling way to overcome through forgiveness. That is truly a blessing for anyone to be able to grow in that fashion. Now let's take a look at what scripture has to say about this topic. Coming to you guys today from the Safar, you can definitely follow along in your King James Version. And we're reading Ephesians chapter 4 verses 31 and 32. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. And be ye kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as Elohim, for Masiach's sake, has forgiven you. No matter what the situation, we need to forgive. When the Messiah went on the cross, he took on the sins of the world. He didn't just take on the ones he liked. He didn't just take on white sins or black sins, male sins or female sins. He took on all of the sins that we may be forgiven for our imperfection because none of us are perfect. Even though we may all have a calling, even though we may preach, teach, we're still not perfect. Our righteousness is like filthy rags before him. No matter what it was, if you live through it, learn from it, but forgive. Thank you again for tuning in to the Desk of Precious Wayne.